Nikki, did you want to say something about Oh, uh, yeah. The thing about these windows is that it changes the color of the sky. Oh. So I don't know how up or down the sun is. Mm, very. Oh, gotcha. Good. Welcome to You Love to See It, <laughs> a podcast where we watch movies and TV shows and tell you all about them. This week, we're watching one of the most, uh, I think it's probably safe to say it's the most famous episode of uh, late 80s, early 90s sitcom classic, Saved by the Bell. It's an episode called Jesse's Song, a.k.a. Jesse's Song. Sorry. I wish that I had Jesse's Song. (laughs) Where can I get where can I get some pills like that? There we go. Caffeine. CBS, yes, apparently. Uh, yeah, so it is the episode of Say by the Bell where Jesse, the overachiever, the feminist of the group, gets addicted to caffeine pills. Here's the uh, description from IMDb. It's a very short synopsis. Jesse turns to caffeine pills to keep up with her studies and her new singing group, Hot Sunday. Very good name for a band. Um, I, yeah. I'm your, I'm your host. I, I'm your host this week. I'm John Warren. I'm here with uh, social editor Nikki Grace. It's a me, Mario. I'm here with managing editor uh, Stephen Strom. Hello. I'm here with senior editor Danielle Riendo. Hi, hello, hot Sunday. And I'm here with features and trending editor Mary Kay. Hey, I just climbed through the window to be on this podcast. Hey, welcome. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, Meredith is here to explain now. it all. Yeah. I, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the the first thing I want to do is just go around and see um, what everyone's kind of history of Saved by the Bell uh, viewership has been. Like, did y'all watch the show when it was on? Um, and if so, what are your kind of memories of it, and what are your general thoughts, uh, Nikki? We'll actually start with you. Yeah, um, I've <laughs> seen every episode of the show. I've watched it live every single um, Thursday night on NBC. Now you were negative eight. In I was utero. negative eight. I was <laughs> I was negative eight years old when this show was on TV. Uh-huh. Um, so this was the first episode I'd ever seen mm. outside of the infamous uh, "I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared" mm-hmm. bit. I'd never seen a second of this program. Okay. Um, until about two and a half hours ago. Okay. So now, it's my now, favorite show on television. Now, Mary, you had a strong reaction to the show uh, a moment ago. Uh, what is your history of watching Saved by the Bell? I feel like I caught a few episodes of it when I was a kid, like before school. Um, and I don't know, like, did it originally air? Was it a TJF or was it like a morning thing? It was an NBC, like, Saturday morning thing. Oh, okay. I definitely caught episodes of it in syndication then when it was airing, um, like, mornings before school. And I never saw that much of it. I think I was, like, just too young to really be on the Saved by the Bell train. I kind of, Uh like, missed out on on that part of the late 80s, early 90s. Um, But, yeah, watching this episode now um, just felt like it made me feel like I was on speed (laughs) it was so psychotic and just um out of control and just sort of like emblematic of that whole period of time in media uh which i haven't thought about in a while so it was kind of an interesting trip back um steven what about you uh i'm not quite as young as nikki but the first episode of saved by the bell the original show uh was uh one year before i was born so uh i was a little bit too young for it as well i caught it in syndication a little bit this was a show that 
I believe it was on UPN. This was a show that, like, if you were staying home from school and slurping down your uh, Campbell's cheeky nude to get over an illness, um, it would be on. It would be this or sitcoms. So you would be watching this and then maybe catch an episode of Sister Sister on UPN right afterwards. That kind of uh, stuff. And I didn't particularly like it, but I did catch a little bit of it because it was that or uh, Passions or something. So there you oh, go. Oh, Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Danielle, uh, you and I are the eldest of the bunch. What, uh, yes. What's your history with this show? As a certified exennial, uh, I watched <laughs> a lot of this show, actually. And I was very young uh, when it first was on. But I did. I am almost positive I saw this in 1990. Like, watching yeah. this episode, I was like, oh, I've seen this. I've seen this episode. I remember several, like, specific episodes. But, yeah, I watched it all the time on Saturday mornings. And also, this was, like... One of the shows that, like, my teen cousins at the time, because I was, like, seven, I think, when this episode came out, maybe six, uh, like, my teen cousins were all about it. They thought it was, like, the coolest shit in the universe. This was, like, what cool kids watch. So, of course, I thought it was what cool kids watch because I was, you know, a seven-year-old and thought it was awesome. Uh, Yeah, so I've seen every single episode of this show at least three times. Oh my god. Are you John? okay? Um, oh my John. god. Hey, John. And what happened? I, and John. I've seen, Who hurt you? And I've seen <laughs> and I've seen every episode of the college years as well. Oh, um, wow. does she go to Stanford? Uh, they go to uh University of California State, I think it's called or something. University like that. of okay. California State. <laughs> something like that. I love that. Yeah. Now, that um, rules to me. <laughs> John, do you think it was more or less brave of Boy Meets World to make the transition into the college age of the program without changing the name than it was of Saved by the Bell to rebrand itself? <laughs> Much bolder for Saved by the Bell to rebrand itself. Okay. In okay. my opinion. Um, I've seen I've seen every episode of the show, and it's not because I like I didn't like seek it out as an adult and like I was obsessed with it or something like that. It was just it was kind of what um, a few of you have alluded to. It was in syndication before and after school for me. Mm. So it was like before school on TBS, I want to say. Mm. And it was like after wow. school on like UPN. And so both of them had different cycles. So it was like, you know, maybe one, maybe the TBS cycle will be on season three and uh, the the UPN cycle would be starting like Good Morning Miss Bliss, the uh, the first uh, kind of unofficial season of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, and, what is that? Wait, what okay, is that? So the very first season of the show is actually called uh, Good Morning Miss Bliss, and it was a vehicle for Parent Trap star uh, Haley Mills to oh, be good. a teacher. And Zach Morris is one of the characters, and like none of the other characters like were really in it. And then in the second season, they're like, all right, we're going to replace like literally everyone except for Zach Morris. And <laughs> uh, and now it's Saved by the Bell. Weird. Um, and it was on the Disney channel, Bell but Ding. it was produced. Yeah. So it is its own show, but on Hulu, uh, it is technically the first season of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Oh, um, they just roll it in, huh? They, they just, just roll, roll it in. in. Yeah. They just roll it in. And it's very different. It's like much more of a kid's show. Yeah. It's on the like. Disney channel. Uh, yeah. And huh. uh, yeah, so anyway, this is a technically a second season of Saved by the Bell, but third season if you include uh, Good oh. Morning, Miss Bliss. Um, that explains a lot of trouble. That I was explains having a lot. Fighting it. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. 
And um, basically the, the overall plot of this is uh, Jesse wants to get into Stanford very, very badly. Um, and is very studious, but is also having trouble juggling uh, her commitments to Kelly Kapowski and uh, Lisa Turtle and their little like girl group where they sing licensed songs for record producers, I guess. Um, and that, boy, <laughs> well, it's a little, that whole we will, scene. We will get to it. We will get to it. But uh, yeah. but it's like she's having trouble juggling these things, and so turns to the magic of caffeine pills. Uh, to stay awake long enough to juggle all this stuff. Now, Only the most potent narcotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, because I think John is about to get to uh, a point about this episode that you might not know if you only watched the episode and didn't read anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so originally this this the, the, the entire episode really makes no sense if you think about it for more than a couple seconds, because caffeine... Does not do to you what this what caffeine does to yeah, Jesse Spano um, in this episode. I snort this uh, every day. But basically, <laughs> basically, it was originally written to be speed, and yeah, which makes so much sense. Way more, sense. which makes way more sense. But they felt like they couldn't, you know, bring um, that big meth energy to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big um, meth wasn't on to board. like a child's. Program, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't convince Jack Donaghy that uh, no. it was going to be chill. No, well, Jack was still like uh, climbing up the microwave no. technology. Oh, I see. He was an innovation he ladder. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I. I guess what I, I oh my gosh, there's there's so many things. <laughs> if if you're kind of new to the show, like, what do you think the rest of the show is like after seeing? They don't talk about – there's absolutely no way they talk about any of the events of this episode ever again. Okay, so that's – I we did not coach this. That was the perfect segue for me to point out the fact that there is no continuity say, yeah. in the show. Yeah. There is no right, continuity, yeah. they are, they, continuity These are the all slice-of-life things, right? Uh, like, other than, like, I'm sure there's, like, some continuity between um, – Jesse and Mario Lopez's like relationship Correct. like that probably yeah. that probably and the other lines. way around right like right. Zach and Zach hooks and up with Kelly. one of them yeah, Kelly Zach and Kelly uh, Screech is obsessed with Lisa this is a shocker to me oh yeah. right it's not it's not a shocker <laughs> right. it's telegraphed um, and of course like Jesse Spano the feminist is completely in love with AC Slater the, the gross the boy. huge misogynist yeah Honestly, way before we get to any of the caffeine pill stuff, this show is already completely unhinged. But the stuff that Mario Lopez says in front of a camera in this episode within two minutes is just like he would be arrested. No, no E producer would ever hire this version of Mario Lopez. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah, so that is uh, so. I would say, in terms of like events that happen in the show, there's very little continuity. But like the things that are consistent are yes, those relationships, and also this this play between AC Slater and Jesse Spano, where he just says shit like <laughs> "You can't drive because you're a woman," basically, like to Jesse Spano, like all like over and over and over again, and Jesse is just like. Like your head's made of beef, you idiot. Like, just all the time. Like, that's basically that's every love. episode of that's the love. show. That's love. Um, Do they get married and have kids? That's love. 
Good. No, I don't know if they get married and have kids, but I do know at the end of the episode where everything is getting wrapped up neatly, um, Je- Jesse says, I'm sorry I was so mean to you, Slater. And he goes, you always are mean. That's why I love you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's really basically the dynamic. Really got some top-bottom energy uh, right there. Just oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I mean, the way that Mario uh, Lopez dresses throughout most of this episode already telegraphed a lot of what was going on there. Yeah. Mary, just just circling back real quick. Would you, uh, if you, when you were in um, high school, you know, I'm guessing yeah. uh, a, a good Canadian high school, good stock mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. there in Canada. Did they have like a malt shop that was kind of like the Max where you hung out? They didn't. Weirdly, uh, the closest thing that we had to the Max was a second cup that was like five blocks away. And a second cup for listeners and you all who aren't Canadian is sort of like the Canadian knockoff of Starbucks. Oh. Um, okay. uh, so people would go there. There was I've also a subway that. that people would go to. Mm. Um, and there was a Tim Horton. So people would kind of mm. go to those, but none of them kind of had the energy of... The, I don't recall a musical performance ever being put on <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in any of them. And no no one like regularly hung out there. Can I just say that if I went to a diner and I found out that it was a normal <laughs> thing for three people to show up and just start singing, I'm so excited in the middle of the fucking place. I would never I would again. ask for my money back and I would leave and never come back. Yeah, I think I would call and go there from now on. Yeah, as a, I guess as a person who... Goes I, to Disneyland 28 no, times a year? No, 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 no. Not even that. Okay. It's like as a person who is... who definitely did ruin public spaces by being a high schooler in them... Mm. Like, <laughs> like my my local mall was the Grove, which is like a an extremely opulent outdoor mall here in Los Angeles. And I didn't kind of realize until I started going to the Grove as an adult how thoroughly that mall is ruined by the by just the sheer number of teenagers. Oh, yeah. That are yeah. The presence well, of youthful energy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny because once you hit a certain age, teens start really scaring you. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Like at the mall because they could they could say any not and not in like a shitty like oh teens are violent kind of way but in just like it right. they could say anything about me and I would be devastated yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's fucked a up. Clockwork Orange uh, really missed the mark in thinking that like physical violence was the real thing to fear when mm, in fact okay. it was emotional damage yeah. that was the right. much, teens are much gonna more post emotional teen violence yes. they're gonna post like pog champ at me and i'm gonna be like i don't know what this means but i <laughs> right. feel very I violated now. <laughs> yeah like they, they could they could uh, if they drove my head through plate glass it would be less damaging than if they called me a potato like i would, I would just be like i would be so much more devastated if a teen said anything about my appearance than but, any anything they yeah i just i just can't imagine moving into bayside and no. you're like, oh, there's a cute little malt shop up the street, Deborah. Mm-hmm. We should we should hit it up at <laughs> yeah. 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you're like, there's <laughs> what do you do when you're an adult? Yeah, there's definitely no way anybody's here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, teens just start singing, "I'm so excited." And then you burn the building down and move mm-hmm. away from the inside. <laughs> okay, can I point out though that like they no one in this episode was interested in 
do in singing that no. um, un- until Zach Morris was like, hmm, I smell a yeah. scheme. I'm going to yeah. force these. I'm going to yeah. force my friends. And I feel like that is based on what I recall. That is sort of the impetus for a lot of the action in the show is Zach is kind of like a, a sort of like a trickster figure. He's a um, schemer. Yeah. yeah, he's a, a schemer. He's a trickster. He's like all he's edging into pimp territory at points. I, I um, was just going to say <laughs> with the episode where they take the swimsuit uh, pictures. Also, yeah, the, the suit that he wears at the end of this episode, like Merritt, seriously, Merritt, he looks at AC Slater late in the episode and AC goes, hey, what are you up to right now? And Zach goes, not much, not much Slater. My girls are singing tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? This is, yeah, this is yeah. entire skeleton crawled out of my butt. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just left. <laughs> Like, this episode, like, oh, no. <laughs> this episode aired uh, five years before Showgirls, and yet does have a lot of that same energy of like, I don't care if you live or die. I only care if you can dance, if you can sing, if you can show. I like, well, that is... you think they got the idea? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't Truly. read I haven't read any sort of like inside baseball about the movie Showgirls, even though it's like one of the finest movies ever made. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like I swear to God, this show, this episode specifically, was what probably uh, uh, Verhoeven watched when he was like, "I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast Elizabeth Berkeley in this role because she's got a wild energy in this episode." Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that movie didn't make its money back. That's a crime. In the, in yeah, the girls, yeah. yeah. It's like a famous, like, yeah, it's like a $45 million in it. I would say we should watch that, but it would be very uncomfortable. We might love to but see it, that. But it, We're going I'm, to at I some point. See it. It's very we got to work up to it. Yeah, we got to oh, work yeah, up to it. Yeah, it was rated NC-17. Yeah, that was oh, like a whole thing. Oh, yeah, no, there's movie. a lot of stuff I know nothing about this film. Oh, it's a really buckwild movie. Anyway. Okay. Could we talk about the exciting incident here i'm i need to know how everyone felt about screech dressing mm. up as quote sinead o'connor an oh, elderly janitor yeah. and going into the mm. girls locker room mm. would you believe that this singing? is not the only time that uh he does drag no i mean oh, is, he, is he like constantly yeah. constantly yeah I mean, honestly, if you go to the Hulu thumbnails of this show, yeah, I think four of them are literally a character in drag. <laughs> um, I and saw also, it's in the for credits. that season. Yeah, yeah, like, in the credits, he's wearing an outfit that yeah. looks like what Joseph Joestar wears in that episode of JoJo's Bizarre oh, Adventure no. when he's trying to sneak into a Nazi compound. Yeah, <laughs> the pineapples and everything. Oh my God, Merritt! It's, it's a a lot. It's a lot. Now, let me ask you this. If you ever were in school and one of your janitors came into the locker room while you were changing and said, we should start singing. <laughs> yeah. Would y'all just go for it? Like, yeah. what would you do? Joke's on yeah. you, John. I didn't have a locker room. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, we uh, didn't uh, have one either. <laughs> a woman who does come in and claims, yes, my name is Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not that Sinead O'Connor. That's my niece. That's my niece. Yeah, I'm definitely I, related. I taught her everything I, she knows. Yeah, she okay. knows how to clean a toilet yes, really well. Yes, now. yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> they also, if this is multiple times, the suspension of disbelief that needs to exist for literally anything to progress in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the show is just incredibly credulous. It's just yeah. like. Yeah, but but the whole. Sorry, Nikki, you go. Oh no, I was gonna say all of all of the the conflicts. This is. I don't know how to say that this is the most 
There are Disney Channel sitcoms oh, yeah. with better pacing. Oh, yeah. oh 100%. Because every... <laughs> you could see and taste the studio in this oh, yeah, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, every single line is... Are you taking caffeine pills? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am taking caffeine pills. There's like a there's a there's a countable beat between there, every single line, and it's the most stilted thing. And every single conversation is resolved over the course of three lines. Yeah, it it, it was one of the things that surprised me most about this, and I think it was partially because I read that piece on Vulture about uh, yeah. how this episode came to be first, and they were describing how, like, oh yeah, the audience at the time loved it, and I was like, oh right, they used to film stuff in front of audiences. That explains why this all feels like a high school production of Fiddler on the Roof at yeah. the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, Actually, does somebody want to read that little quote? Just because it's like, I feel like it's it's an important piece and part of this uh, this this like amazing excerpt from Peter Engel, who was an executive producer on this show, and explaining that whole studio bit the see the feeling and tasting like a studio. Yeah, so uh, Peter Engel, the pr- producer who was the producer for I think the entire run of the show, uh, he said today when I meet fans of the show. Jesse's song is almost always the episode that comes up first. It made a big impression on them. But it's sometimes laughed about now, as a lot of people (laughs) look back and say, wait a minute, caffeine pills? Really? And to be sure, when you watch the scene where Zach discovers Jesse's addiction and intervenes, a lot of people today will say, as as Dustin Diamond did years later, that Jesse was acting more like a heroin addict (laughs) than someone on no Um, What what fans don't know is that when I originally wrote the episode of Tom Tinowich, uh, Jesse was hooked on speed, not caffeine pills. But Sanders and Practices, the the sensorial department of NBC, vetoed it, saying speed was too serious for Saturday mornings. I insisted that we needed to start dealing with more important issues than we had in the past, and that speed was a vehicle not only for exploring drug use, <laughs> drug use, but also the pressure kids put on themselves to achieve. But standards and practices wasn't budging. Um, yeah, I mean, like, let's let's talk. OK, so Jesse uh, is discovered to be taking the pills by A.C. Slater, who basically says maybe you should stop this. And she had only been taking them for a little while. But when- yeah, does this entire episode take place over the course of a week? Now, yeah, pretty much. Monday no, no, Friday, now, 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 right? Now, that's a crucial question <laughs> because, yes, on Monday, they, have a quiz. They, they start and then Friday is the midterm. Yeah. But to be very clear about the progression here, Hot Sunday forms – Basically on Monday morning. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Zach, in the locker gets, room. Yeah. Zach gets the idea to put them in front of a record executive that afternoon. <laughs> they make a music video with effects. <laughs> yes. Socially in the middle of that week that the uh-huh. producers then yeah. viewed uh-huh. and yeah. said, we love this so much. We're coming to base. On I Thursday think. night. No, on Friday night, we're going to come watch you at the max. Yeah. Perform. <laughs> you're, we're so I'm so excited. Um, Which in, it, crucially is not the song from the video. No. 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 <laughs> It's a different song. Okay, so during the music video segment of this episode, I kept thinking, oh, they're going to cut away from this. No. Oh, they're the going to no! cut away from this. No! No! This, now this thing. is the last verse. Kids love music videos. It's the whole 
three and a half minutes of this 22 minute long episode of television it is, is a music video. It is a shocking percentage <laughs> of the episode. Uh, of the 22 I, minutes, it is, it is about three I cannot believe, really, and that they were able to do that. Mm-hmm. But also, it's is it a music video? It's like 50% a music video, maybe 75% a music video, and 25 like a jazzercise tape yeah, or something. No, because yeah, it's, very, it's very much in the in the in the zone of like Olivia Newton John music videos that were uh coming out in like the mid and late 80s. It's kind of like mm-hmm. uh Jane Fonda aerobics workout yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Um yeah. Because kids trampoline. love that, I guess. <laughs> kids love music videos. No, kids yeah, love kids music love videos. Fonda. And adults love teens in jazzercise clothes. Mm, right, yeah. In in pastel leotards. Yeah. Because that Which, is what everyone is wearing. I did okay. think so I they was are, having... and there are cuts in this music video. Yes. There are cuts like mid-air sometimes where they're wearing slightly different outfits. Yeah. There okay, are like so deliberate I, cuts. Yeah. And the, I don't quite understand what that's supposed to be. Is it supposed first, to mean like, oh, you'll still be young and youthful years later if you still exercise? I just I don't know. Not sure. Oh Danielle, you're you are you're reaching so far. No, here. the first time the first time I saw the first time it cut, I blinked at the cut. Yeah. So I opened my eyes and they were wearing different clothes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm having a Did stroke. Did I fall asleep? I'm having a stroke right now. Yeah. And I actually just hallucinated the clothes they were wearing. Uh-huh. And then it cuts back. But I do have to say, they clearly only shot this twice. This was a, they shot it once with one set of clothes and another with the other oh set of God, clothes. You're right. You're but 100% right. They shot it two times. Yeah. The match, the match action. Was not bad. Fucking phenomenal. Pretty good. Like considering how, like they they were in the exact same spot yeah. in some of these. Like they were they were, they were hitting their marks. The yeah. blocking was great. The editing of that of that Tremendous. sequence is actually pretty good. Yeah. Also the transition when they go to surf you when she when, oh, when can we she, talk about we surf haven't you? talked about surf you at all <laughs> oh, yet. No. Oh no, surf you. So basically the the uh, the underlying. Uh, problem here, and which is also a bit of continuity that does exist throughout the uh, throughout the seasons of the show, is that Jesse really badly wants to go to Stanford, and she's got to do really well, and is always kind of bummed out that Zach does super well in school without trying yeah. and or cheating, uh, they- like like fucking un like without shame cheating yeah. on everything. Um, Are they childhood so friends? much so that the yeah, teachers know friends. that he does it? So Jesse and yes, of course. So Jesse and Zach are childhood friends. Uh, Jesse becomes kind of obsessed with this idea that um, in Zach's world, basically, he would he he wants to turn everything into surf you. Yes. And like everything's cool, man. And everyone's like on the beach and the uh, the the uh, the professor, the teacher that they have is like. Oh yeah, here's a math problem. SPF twenty is five more than F- SPF fifteen. Which wow, we've come a long way with sunscreen technology since nineteen eighty nine. Just an unbelievably long way. And like Jesse is there in a a, 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 a school uniform, begging mm-hmm. everyone to basically wake up and like take academics more seriously, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a uh, a buckwild dream. 
it it does also cut to the heart of I think uh, mm, some themes that maybe run through this show in yeah. uh, a very negative way, which is that like Zach's vision of Surf U is not what you would maybe think like a Surf U would be, which is like beach stoner, but it is instead this weird version of him like in a harem anime where all these women <laughs> are just kind of like waiting on him as his weird slaves. Yeah, um, well that's Zach and- Morris, baby. That's <laughs> that's his whole deal. Sorry, that's. Governor Zach Morris. Governor Zach Morris. Sorry, we'll get to that. Stephen, please finish your thought. No, that was mostly it. I just wanted to point out that this show is sexist as shit. (laughs) Like, in ways ways that are obvious, where it's like um, Jesse talking shit to Slater about his uh, direct sexism, but also just like the way the whole conflict wraps up and the way people um, (laughs) uh, who feels responsible to whom at the end of this episode is Mm. so fucking Mm -hmm. deranged. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I... Let's see. Thank you. What else was really buck wild about this before we get into the the ma- the big scene? Um, um, screech dances. Screech, no, screech, screech, screech does dance. Screech also dances and also continues a theme of being like very book smart, but also like you know someone who when Zach Morris is like, "I'm gonna dunk your head into this cup," Screech is like, "My head wouldn't fit in there." It is and that's funny. supposed to be like a that's big joke. Funny. I love that. That um, was very good. That was there okay. Was a, there was one. There was one legitimately <laughs> good bit when they all go in to do a to they put their hands in in a circle to do mm. like a sports break, and there's a there's like an extended three or four second bit where. Um, Screech tries to touch Lisa's hand, but Lisa doesn't want Screech to touch her hand, so she keeps moving her hand in the order, and that made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Enough to turn around to John and say, John, this is a good bit. (laughs) You did do that. (laughs) You did do that. I feel like your bar was very low, which is fair. Yeah. It needs to be cleared it. It cleared it. On that note, John, as the Saved by the Bell expert of the group, um, could you tell me, do Lisa and Screech eventually get together? No. So what ha- what really happens is that there are a couple episodes where, like, um, you know, the, that relationship kind of comes to a head at different points where Lisa basically has to, like, you know, outright reject Screech because Screech has done something kind of, like, serious as a mm. gesture of, like, you know, affection. Um, or, Unlike or like, dressing a drag to peep on the girls in the girls' locker room. Right. Uh, something um, serious. Something yeah, real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, like, you know, uh, he will do something really, really genuinely nice for her, and she will, like, kiss him on the cheek, and then it's, like, credits. So it's nothing, mm. nothing really ever happens with them. I, you know... A lot has probably been made uh, already about the fact that, like, Screech and uh, Lisa Turtle are both, like, probably the most underutilized and, like, uh-huh. more or less mistreated characters on the yeah. cast. Because, like, Lisa is always an afterthought, except yeah. in the case of mm-hmm. maybe two or three episodes. Well, also, the only good. black She's woman in, in California. Reboot, so. Wait, wait, right? what, what did yeah. you say? Huh? Wait, oh. What did you say, Steven? Oh, I said also the only black woman in California. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. That's yeah. at Bayside? A hundred percent. And yeah, they don't really ever get together. No. Um, 
And yeah, as uh, as uh, Nikki just alluded to, uh, she is not being considered to be in the reboot of the show, mm-hmm. which is uh-huh. uh, well, coming. because they Ooh. found other. The whole premise of the show is that um, Slate, no, what's Zach his name? Morris. Zach Morris is, is, the, the, governor gov- is the governor of California. <laughs> He's closed too many low income schools, which is in a sentence that makes sense because mm-hmm. uh, you can't just do that. That's just not a thing you can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, He's closed too many low income schools and his solution is integration. Is uh-huh. his solution. Uh-huh. So he, he puts the kids from the low income schools at, in, Bayside. at Bayside. Yeah. Okay. And then also Slater and Kelly work at the school question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are are they actors? Are are Mario Lopez and yes. um Yes. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 everybody yeah. everybody's here except Except Lark Lisa. Voorhees, yeah. Except for Lark Voorhees who plays except, Lisa oh Turtle. My God. Well also his free Screech is in it. Dustin Diamond can't be in it. He, yeah, he, he stabbed he, someone. He so stabbed, like he stabbed someone. He's burned way he too did? many bridges. Yeah. Oof. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, he's a whole ball of wax lot. all by himself. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. He lost Dust, his house. Yeah. Dustin Diamond's kind of a mess. Uh, he's forty three. Yeah. How uh, he, old do you think Mario Lopez much, is? He was much, much, much 49. younger. He was much younger than the rest of the cast. Okay. He looked like know. he looked like baby. Wait, isn't Mar- isn't Mario Lopez kind of like a menace as well, or am I just? misremembering that has he been canceled um that's the question mario lopez is he's been the host of extra for, for like literally 48 years 15 years oh, yeah I think. um lopez and so like i don't know if he's been like i don't know if he's like done anything wrong uh nikki might find out in a second but i also uh, think he just like he any anyone who hosts extra for that long seems yeah, like they give off get canceled uh big time big time he's billy 46, billy bush okay. Y'all Billy ever Bush, wish uh, that that Onion article that was like, uh, Wikipedia finally decides to cut to the good shit and put controversies <laughs> on the top of their page? Do y'all mm-hmm. ever think that would just help yeah, us on yeah. our, in our job? <laughs> I think it would, yes. yeah. Um, Mario Lopez seems like he's fine. Um, John and I were talking that he's found the best doctor in Hollywood. I mean. It is remarkable. Yeah. That guy dude looks, looks the, the fucking, fucking same. same. It Can I point so out also, I uh, I went to a news article on canoe.com, if anyone yeah. remembers that website, about Mario Lopez, and the header image is a video uh, that says top 10 Mario games of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mario Lopez's game favorite games, Shadow um, of the Colossus. Is Mario Lopez, people, uh, here's what people also ask about okay, Mario what Lopez. What people ask about Mario What happened to Mario Lopez? <laughs> what is Mario Lopez worth? Is Mario Lopez related to George Lopez? Oh my god. <laughs> what, do, what show does Mario Lopez host? Who is Mario Lopez's father? Who is Mario Lopez's wife? <laughs> That's what they wanted. I love, I love SEO. It's very good. I, I, oh, go, sorry, go ahead. I, I just have one note here for yeah. Mario Lopez, uh, yeah. and it is that he is a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is what I am. And wow. a boxer. Wow. Oh, you can, yeah. you can, wow. you can kill Mario Lopez. That's beat. how he looks so young. <laughs> I can kill him. You can beat up Mario <laughs> Lopez. Uh, I'm sorry. Mario, Lo- I, you guys mentioned how he looks the fucking same. It's like his complexion is, you could eat dinner off of yes. this man's forehead. It is incredible. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, he was, uh, he was ahead of the game with the SPF. Everyone else was like, yeah. SPF 20. And he's like, no, 50 every day, 50. <laughs> Yes, good. His his regimen's ridiculous. That dude looks. This is remarkable. I know. know, He's forty six or something. I know. Can I I just point out that we're doing that thing? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We but are he's, doing that he's thing. Not, we are he's not motherfucking. We are yeah, absolutely but, but, doing that thing. But um, it's not like he's mad famous or no, rich or anything. No, so, no, like, no, it's maybe a little it's, it's more. It's a little bit different, but you're totally right. Um, he's got that extra studio money that he can do all that he can do all that upkeep with. Um, what do y'all he think? He can drive a, a car from 2016. Yeah, I want you to I want you to close your eyes for a second okay. and hold uh-huh. out your hand. Hold just one. I'm sorry, hand. I can't visualize anything. Just um, I can't just see hold, the apple. Hold out your hand, excuse. like spread uh-huh. all your fingers, and imagine you're like you're putting your hand down on a surface, okay? And that surface is the front of Kelly Kapowski's bangs. Okay. Now flex your now, now flex your fingers a little bit. What does that feel like? This is gross. It's wet. What what do, what's our, what's our, what does Kelly Kapowski's bang cluster feel it's like? It's wet, John. Because it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like just looking back at how crispy those bangs were. And yeah, how bouncy they're... and hairsprayed they were. I mean, it was <laughs> she's the, not wearing it was like the gel moose era, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, what was that? Sorry, no, if you Google Kelly, no, Kapowski, she's not wearing clothes. The number yeah. of like JPEGs of it's bad. where she's wearing clothes. It's bad. You're is actually very low. You're you're on a fucking watch list. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um yeah, I had a big crush on uh, Tiffany Amberthesen. I don't know if that. Would I, mean, I feel like okay. Anyone. Just having just seen this episode though, like yeah. she seems like a secret murderer, like on this <laughs> yeah. show, because oh, like yeah. her, whenever she's on screen, she's just like smiling super broadly, and it's just like it seems like she's just gonna like commit a random act of violence and then just act <laughs> like it never happened, and yeah. like no one else will acknowledge it because if they do, they'll be next. And yeah. her like, family has like definitely hushed up some of that stuff. Like she's definitely rich in some like weird way that nobody talks about ever. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. She's like a celebrity chef now. Yeah, she writes oh. children's books. Yeah, it's weird. She's doing okay. She's yeah, doing she's okay. But I mean, she was in yeah. Fast Lane. GT4 TV's Fast Lane, also starring <laughs> Bill Bellamy, also starring some other guy that I don't remember the name of. Here's Tiffany, <laughs> here's Tiffany's most recent image. That she tweeted. It's pretty good. Um, it's a it's a JPEG, and it says billion dollar idea, a smoke detector that shuts off when you yell. I'm just cooking. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's oh my god. Good idea. It's Alexa. Good. Turn it off. T- <laughs> Tiffany Thiessen, please come on, come on late. Come lunch. on, late come lunch. on bandwidth. Come on, you love Incredible. to see it. Incredible. Tell us about your other billion dollar ideas. Um. Okay, so we've we've kind of you know bounced around a bunch of different subjects. But now we have to down, get to the heart of it. Let's get down to the heart. Let's get down to to yeah. Jesse's caffeine pill addiction. First of all, a little bit of trivia for you: the pills that do explode out of that bottle are just red hots, according to IMDb. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> wow. Sure. Oh, so it definitely wasn't supposed to. They definitely weren't supposed to come out. I don't know. No idea. I see. Um, Or they wanted them to come out of the bottle, but they wanted pills that looked dangerous. Yeah. I want to talk about two sequences. Let's talk about the sequence where Jesse is definitely taking too many of the pills while she's at school. Mm -hmm. And then the, of course, the very famous scene between she and Zach Morris. Um, I thought her performance as being too hopped up on pills at school was amazing. Yeah, it's very good. It's really good. 
Um, she just starts yelling. Yeah. And, and none of the teachers or the faculty or staff seems to give a singular fuck. They're I mean, they're all, not paid enough for that. They're not paid enough, I guess, because they do. She does start yelling in the math class. And it's very clear that this child is on drugs. Um, and the math teacher goes, I couldn't even solve number six. Anyway, <laughs> good luck. Also, I'll see John, and I, you. John and I did make this realization. Those fuckers don't have tests. They just have blue books on their desks. Yep. And then they all go and turn in the blue books. <laughs> but there's no exam that there's they're taking. There's no exam. It's just the test form. There's nothing There's nothing in the actual uh, test form. It's also yeah. the timing of it. So she's done because she's like maniacally about to break her pencil. She's, you know, clearly high on speed. She's blah, 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 blah. Gives the test in and the, the teacher's like, oh my God, are you sure you don't want to check it over? And then approximately 2.5 seconds later, yeah. later the bell right. rings yeah. yeah so it's not like she actually was done with it faster than anyone else yeah hey um, wait do we ever find out whether she did well on that test or not no no also uh, <laughs> earlier in the episode that that teacher walks around to everyone and goes you got an a you got it. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. And he slaps. What the fuck was that? Did you never have a teacher who did that? No. No. What? Oh. Oh. Whenever I failed a physics test, this is a, I will make this quick. I failed physics in high school. Um, and <laughs> whenever I failed a test, my teacher would put it up and be like, "And Danielle screwed up again," and like show it. What to the oh my fuck? God. I went to Catholic school. It was weird. And uh, did you go to Catholic school with Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer? <laughs> like. <laughs> Clearly. That's really why. No, I did not. I, 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 I've had Socratic method professors that okay. were brutal, but never, never did anything like that, though. I, that, oh, so, that's, see, that's I thought crazy. this was like normal. Uh, no, 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 I don't think that's normal. Right. That's up. No, I mean, he slaps Jesse's test down and goes, you got a C. Idiot. And she's like, a C? And then, oh, she goes, see, see? And he goes, this isn't Spanish, senorita. Right, the racist good. joke. It's comedy. Yes, mm -hmm. No, no, it's not racist. It's comedy. It's comedy, Danielle. Danielle. Oh, Do you, okay, you, okay. Just, you just don't get it. <laughs> Maybe Matt yeah. Parker and Trey Stone. Or did I mix that up? <laughs> no, that's right. Trey Stone. <laughs> Trey, Maybe they Trey can Stone explain and Matt comedy Parker. to you. Um, and Tycho Brahe yeah. and Penny Arcade. All are here. Yeah, they could still take uh -huh. our they could still take our passes away, Nikki. Oh, <laughs> no, they don't own that shit no more. <laughs> That's true. Um, so okay, then let's fast forward to uh, Zach the pimp coming to the house to <laughs> with the best uh, tie I've ever to seen. collect Jesse to go to uh, the Max to sing. She is crashed completely. Yeah, she's on dead. the bed. Uh, he wakes her up. She's completely confused. Doesn't uh, doesn't remember taking the test at all. Um, and then has her very uh, famous kind of meltdown. Uh, how did everyone well, can feel we, can about we, this scene? We're gonna now. We should play this audio. Okay. We should edit this in. No time. There's never any time. I don't have time to study. I'll never get into Stanford. I'll let everyone down, I'm so confused. Jesse, hey, hey, just calm down. It's okay. You're right. It's okay. Everything will be okay. Yeah. I just need one of these. Pills? You mean you really are taking drugs? I need them. Jesse, give me those. I need them, Zach, I have to sing. Jesse, you can't sing tonight. Yes, I can. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. 
Jesse, Jesse. Jesse. I, I don't want to start. Someone else start about, because Jeez. I have very specific thoughts about this I, very I, famous scene. So I, again, this was the only part of the episode that I had okay. seen. Yeah. Um. So I didn't have any of the before or after. Uh-huh. And frankly, neither does the episode. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, because she, she goes from asleep. I mean, out, out cold. Out, unconscious. Out cold. To, like, yeah. to um, what's his name? I keep forgetting his Zach name. Zach Morris. Zach Morris mm. comes in and is like, not, isn't really too concerned with the fact that she's that passed she's, out passed the fuck out yep. he comes through the window i guess and is like oh hey there uh there she is um passed out at sorry. 6 30 i think yeah, they say it's 6 30 p.m where are her parents uh-huh yeah <laughs> oh oh here's the thing nikki parents don't exist in the show oh they're dead oh oh like no like like i think maybe zach morris's mom shows up twice oh my god like it is rare that a parent shows up in the show god and then oh, I just can't. I just can't. It, and it, it's just, I don't know. Someone else take this because it's just, it is infuriating how quickly it moves from, uh, she's unconscious. Anyway, we've got to go because it's seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. Anyway, don't wash your hair. Ah, and then she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'll be the one to say that given what this is and what they had and what they were going for, I actually don't think it's a terrible performance. Danielle, I think it's actually a really good performance. Really? Like, yeah, I, like I legitimately think Elizabeth Berkley acts her fucking ass off in the scene. Wow. Like, yeah. for what this show is, like, listen, I've seen every single episode yeah. of the show. Christ. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I'm telling you, that is the best piece of, oh. like, acting oh, performance. that exists that's on the show. That's Emmy worthy. Like, a 1,000%. Okay. Um, to the point where, like, I'm like, I, I, I think that show, I think this episode resonated with people because that one scene was so violently different than the rest, than the of, the rest of the entire program. Mm. I see. And, and could they, could, could they make the whole show out of that black box? Right. I don't think so. <laughs> but, but like. But it did give us a window into this thing that, like, I guess could have been if this yeah. was a different show. I see. So I think that's why yeah. this episode has has transcended and kind of persevered because, like, every other fucking episode of the show yeah, is, the, is forgettable yeah. drivel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. But this episode yeah. kind of stands out because Elizabeth Berkeley fucking goes for it. Yeah. She she does do an acting. I can't <laughs> I can't <laughs> deny that. No. She does an acting in this one. And they do talk about that in that vulture piece too about how they did like many many different takes of that one and ended up going with the take that was like the most extra out of all of them specifically. Yeah. And and not, I mean I'll I'll not go too deep into this, but I did read up about like the casting process for Elizabeth Berkeley and stuff like that. They did not want to cast her because she was and still, still was many inches taller than anyone else on yeah, the cast. Yeah, very tall person. Uh, tall, tall girl, and they didn't want to. I mean, and someone listen, that tall was, people. Uh, they no, don't have rights. They don't have rights. Clearly, a notably oppressed. Let me tell you, of people. Um, <laughs> but and, yeah, but they didn't want to cast her. But they acknowledged that her audition was the best out of anyone that yeah. they saw. 
And yeah. so they eventually got around to casting this role of Jesse Spano and offered her a role. And she said, yes. And, um, and like, I, I think she is the only one that actually gave a shit about the program, about this uh-huh. program. Yeah. Which good for her. Which creates a very strange energy. Yes. Especially in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Because, because she is doing an acting. Yeah. And then yeah. J- Zach Joey Wheeler or whatever the fuck this kid's name is. <laughs> oh my god! Like, it, it is Zach Joey Wheeler. <laughs> no, she's she's on a different show at yeah, this point. She's on, yeah. she's, like, she's, she she's on a different show than everyone else in this episode for sure. <laughs> it's so strange. And, and I, I, but it it kind of works. She's on because, an afternoon special, and everyone else is on the the doofy kids cartoon yeah, live action mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which does work right because she's on meth. Right. Well. And it works because, like, she's also the character who cares, period. Like, right? Like, everybody else is just like, ah, I go to school and it's fine or whatever. Or, ah, I'm a slacker and I want to, like, have my weird schemes or whatever. And, like, her whole bit is, oh, I actually care about what I'm doing in this school. And it just so happens that she's also the actress who actually cares about what she's doing on the program in her job. Did she have a career after this? She went to Showgirls. And then after that, <laughs> not a whole lot. I see. But she I was will- on an, she was on a Jimmy Fallon parody sketch of Saved by the Bell with mm. crucially everyone but Dustin Diamond and the woman who played Lisa. I see. Larry mm. Voorhees. Now Blair is this Voorhees, right yes. before or after the stabbing? Oh, it's probably many years after the stabbing. When many, many. This is like from like 2019 place. or something. The stabbing was, I think, maybe like 2010, something like that. 2009. Almost it was, it was accidentally DM'd Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been. Um, please, actually, please do DM Tiffany Amberthies and ask her what she's up to. Come uh, on, do not. Oh, do oh not my do god, <laughs> guys, yeah. guys, yes. folks, sorry, folks. She played a Madonna body double named Tina in the independent film The Real Blonde. Wow, wow, cool. that's work. I just needed to add that. Cash that's checks. incredible. Huh. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the legacy of the show. Yeah, let's do it. They, um, they made a, a spinoff series after the original called Saved by the Bell of College Years. Now, if you thought that this was difficult to watch, there is a sequence of episodes in Saved by the Bell of College Years where Kelly Kapowski, who does go to college with everyone, uh, basically falls in love with her anthropology professor. Oofa doofa. Who Yikes. completely goes along with it. Yikes. Um, Yikes. And and it's like, that's basically the vibe of the college episodes. Wait, were the college episodes written by like uh, a male American contemporary novelist? Uh, That's, it's what it, I mean, yes. I can't believe John Updike wrote. Yeah. (laughs) They they got John Updike on this. (laughs) They changed Zach Morris's name to Rabbit for some reason. Oh my God. I could never figure out why. Um, Sorry, I do just want to share that Dustin Diamond is a musician and uh, is in an alternative metal band called Salty the Pocket Knife. Nice. Yep. Um, uh, so he, was, Berkley, he also hosted the 12th Annual Gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so Elizabeth Berkeley was – that's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> I kind of I stepped right over that and then I went back to it. I was like, whoa. Um, Elizabeth Berkeley has been in things like First Wives Club – any given Sunday, and most recently, S. Darko in twenty yeah. in two thousand nine, which is the, the sequel to, sequel Donnie, to Darko. Donnie Darko. 
Um, she was she was famously in several episodes of the L Word as a straight girl who falls in love with Bette Porter, the like hot alpha lady. I did in not that know show. that. Played did, by Jennifer Beals. So. Oh did, wow! Okay. Yeah. Sorry, John. Did you mention that she was also in fourteen episodes of Dancing with the Stars? I did not. Oh, uh, did no. she win? She did not win. No. Mm, um, but this is. Uh, I this episode is. Probably the best one. There are two other episodes of the show that stood out to me, and you'll figure out why very quickly. Um, one was uh, an episode where Zach has surgery, and as a child who is in and out of surgery a lot, it mm-hmm. was a hilarious episode because he was having literally his ACL repaired, and he thought he was going to die. He kept on like he kept he kept fantasizing that he was going to die, and he kept picturing his funeral at what it was an arthroscopic procedure. <laughs> Okay. Now, um, now did people know what ACLs were in 1992? I have no idea. Probably not. But uh, but the other episode was this uh, episode where uh, Zach, the, the episode begins, Zach goes and hits on this girl as a lot of episodes begin. And uh, she's like, you know, kind of pushing back, but eventually is like, sure, I'll go out on a date with you. And then pulls out of the table and she's in a wheelchair. And the yeah. entire episode is Zach Morris figuring out <laughs> if he can go on a date with this girl or not. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that episode also stood out in my mind very clearly. So. And I bet I at the end. that one crystal clear, like from mm. its original run. I, I super... Like, as a very uh, stupid eight-year-old or whatever, I, I watched that, like, and really was like, oh, wow, this is really interesting and smart. It's, like, it's I really was an actual child who thought that. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Like, that's that's how I knew as an adult this was so buck wild because, like, all the <laughs> themes it tries to, like, teach about uh, are are handled with such clumsiness that I'm like (laughs) the children watching this like it cannot be gleaming any useful information from it can can we talk about that a little bit like wait because this episode for me as I mentioned in the show notes here almost works as less of a metaphor for less of a metaphor I guess because it is fake drugs but like less of a metaphor for drug usage and more for like societal pressure except that the end result is that uh Jesse realizes that, oh, actually, this is all my fault and I should feel bad and I should apologize to everybody else and not I should feel uh, like, you know, uh, Zach should apologize to me because he pulled this weird sort of gaslight scam to make me and my friends turn into a girl group so that he could make money off of us. And then and then at the end, Zach, instead of apologizing to her for pressuring her, her friends do Mm -hmm. apologize to her for pressuring her, uh, despite the fact that they barely had any agency in this entire plot. He apologizes to Slater Slater for not believing. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, there is already a a video series called Zach Morris is the Worst, which I invite everyone to watch because it basically points all of this stuff out in a very, very good way. Hey, did y'all like the fact that the episode began with him breaking the fourth wall and saying... Oh, he does that a lot, doesn't he? He does that every fucking episode. Mm. He goes, uh, he goes, midterms are this week. Oh, yeah, in the most high school play fucking bullshit, I, like he's the narrator or but, whatever. But what's so wild about all of his narration is that it's like they all they do the bad exposition anyway. Yeah, in later. the episode. Yeah. Like why did like mm-hmm. they're always doing that? It's so strange to me. Um 
Anyway, this was a wild. Uh, thank you for watching. Yeah, it with me. <laughs> You're welcome. I watched it uh, definitely legally, um, and the the video that I watched was set inside of a virtual movie theater and there was a JPEG there was a JPEG of a movie theater and on the yeah. screen of the movie theater was the episode of Saved by the What's Bell. really, really, Listen. really embarrassing is that when I turned around, I almost asked you, where'd you get that cool video player? Oh my god. Where'd you get that Winamp uh, skin? Yeah, I love like Nikki, when I sent that link to the Slack, I want I do want to point out that I didn't realize that wasn't part of the original presentation yeah. of the show for a good 30 <laughs> seconds. Incredible. Uh, I love Mystery Science Theater Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yep. Crow, my Crow T Robot, my favorite uh, student at Bayside High School. Crow T Robot. Um all right. Anything? Anything you want to say to no, wrap up this, this episode? I of- can't wait to make y'all watch an episode of Victorious. Okay, it's gonna be great. It's okay. gonna rule. All right. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. One- I'm so excited for that. <laughs> that sounds Super great. Should be. I, I may watch. I may make y'all watch an episode of like The Sweet Life on Deck. Or Fuck something. yeah! Oh, wait, actually. Actually, okay. hold up, because yeah. I am going to make all of you watch an episode of a bizarre Canadian uh, yes. teen sitcom. Degrassi. I could go with Radioactive. Oh, no, not Degrassi. <laughs> We're going deeper than Degrassi. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, I think what we could watch is uh, uh, the birthplace of the career of one Ryan Gosling. Called Breaker High, which Breaker is a show high. where a high school is on a boat. What? Yes. And Ryan Gosling and his friend, who is like, uh, kind of looks like Bulk from Power Rangers, uh, <laughs> they just cause incidents, and uh, that is his role in that particular program. Based on the logo alone, Mary, it looks rules. like a combination of reboot and Saved by the Bell. It is the most buck wild thing I've ever I seen. I want this on a shirt, yes. Yeah, it's a very good logo. Um wow. so rocky about this D- logo. Mary, did you ever see a show called Life with Derek? It was a Canadian show. Oh, I don't know. Okay, Life, I with, remember Derek, Life with Derek. Listen, we're getting too off the beaten path yes, about we other are. shows. But Life with Derek was a show about a blended family who came together after a marriage. And basically it's like the the implied like stepbrother, stepsister stuff from the Brady Bunch, but like much more active. And it's very like, like you know how the movies of the Brady Bunch kind of made the, like the sibling, like the step sibling romance stuff, like bubble up to the surface. Cause it was like, obviously Uh, what what people were looking, what everybody wanted, what everybody wanted in a gross way. (laughs) Um, Life with Jericho is a Canadian show that made that shit like way, 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 way more explicit, which was very bizarre, but it was made for teenagers. Yeah, it was on the Disney Channel. Okay. It was on the Disney Channel. Anyway. There was also an episode called How I Met Your Stepbrother. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. do you get it? I like, do. Like, How I Met oh. Your Mother. I got it. What if we watch oh, the oh. entirety of How I Met Your Mother for this show? What Absolutely if- not. I have to go. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I do. No. I do have to go. I do. Daniel, have the last thought. Yeah, what's I your last thought? I have a last thought about Please. Saved by the Bell in general. And it Please. is that I was way too old when I realized the building thing. Building. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my God. There's a building yeah. thing? Danielle. There's a yeah. building thing? Building. Mr. Bell. Yeah, no, no, I get it. It's like a bell. Like a Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, the principal's name. Oh. 
principal building. That's pretty good. I did not. That's comedy. That's comedy. There's a show. I was in my 30s when somebody pointed that out to me. Well, I was I was 34. (laughs) 29 years old. I was today years old when I figured that out. Um. All right. Well, thank thank you, listeners at home, for joining us. Uh, That's all for this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our foray into Saved by the Bell, this one episode. You can go check it out. It's on Hulu legally. Uh, Otherwise, just a bunch of other places Google. illegally. Yeah. Um, and uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast. You'll love to see it. It's on the FanWidth feed. Uh, you can find a bunch of amazing content on the FanWidth feed, including FanWidth, our, uh, our flagship show. Uh, we also have a second feed where we're putting shorter stuff um, and putting some like best of late lunches and stuff like that. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. You can find all the podcasts in one place at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Byte, and Facebook at uh, Fanbyte. You, I see, hey, John, I see. I feel like you laughed when you said Byte. I, I remember Byte. You want to yeah. take that one again? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to keep the laugh in there about Byte. Uh, you, of course, can see uh, all of our good, good written work at fanby.com. Uh We have so many good writers that are doing amazing stuff with us. Uh, we also have a, a stream show that we do every Monday, Wednesday, Friday called Late Lunch. You can go to twitch.tv slash fanbyte to see that. It's at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, unless at some point in the future it's not, then stay tuned. Um, are you going to be at PAX East? Yes, are you going to be at PAX East? Well, are you PAX? are you a non-Sony employee who will be at PAX East? Yeah, <laughs> who definitely should should worry more about the coronavirus than the flu. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're at PAX East, come see us at the Cuttlefish Theater at uh, on February 29th, that's a Saturday, at 2.30 p.m. Uh, you can see Late Lunch Live. Nikki and I are going to be hosting that. Danielle, Steven, and uh, Dylan will be on the show. Merritt will be in the audience. Uh, way too embarrassed to associate herself oh, with anything I mean, I happening. can come on. I don't know. I can do no, a walk no, no. on. I, <laughs> oh, walk on. No, that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's Merritt good. walks into the center of the stage, does a Zach Morris style fourth wall breaking <laughs> synopsis oh of God. what we're about to say, <laughs> and then leaves. <laughs> Time out. Time in. Uh, yeah, so if you're around the Boston area and uh, have a ticket, that, don't just show ticket. up. Actually, you, have to have you, a you know what? You know what? I'm, it's like the Strokes when they invited those people on the stage and right. the police got really mad. Yeah. No, just come if you, even if you don't have a ticket. <laughs> just what, 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 what could Tycho do? Yeah. Do? <laughs> yes, seriously. Yeah. Just say you're here to see Giant Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> And that'll go over really well. Tell Jeff Gersman. Yeah, no. uh, No, say, uh, yeah, uh, please come check us out. Uh, We'll be at PAX. Uh, If you are at PAX, say hello to us. We're all very recognizable people. We're like a brochure for diversity at a college, at a liberal arts college. So... um, We're just a fucking Benetton catalog at this yeah, point. Can we, can, we make, can we have uh, fanbyte.com slash financial aid redirect to just a picture of, of all yes. of us? Yes. <laughs> so, honest, honestly, a fucking incredible idea. Uh, all right. Uh, we will see you all next week with another episode. We'd love to see it. Uh, until next time. Uh, Save by the bell. Save by the bell. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs>